Thank you for joining us here at Celebration Church, where we celebrate God, celebrate people, and celebrate life. We hope you enjoy today's message. Acts chapter 3, if you have your Bibles, turn to Acts chapter 3. We are going to do some ministry in a few minutes, and we're going to just allow the Holy Spirit just to um, be here in power. We invite him already to be here in power, but we're going to make more room in our hearts just to say, Holy Spirit, have your way. But in Acts chapter 3, verse 19, it says, it says, Repent then and turn to God so that your sins may be wiped out, that times of refreshing may come from the Lord. Who here wants times of refreshing to come from the Lord? I want times of refreshing to come from the Lord, both for my life, for our church community, for our city. Imagine if people spoke about now being a place where God dwelt. <laughs> Imagine if it was known as a city or a, or a region where it was like God is refreshing the South Coast. Who here would agree that that is the Lord's heart? Yeah. Who here would agree that the Lord wants to set his people on fire with the Holy Spirit. Yeah? yeah? Can, can we agree on that? That's okay. So if we can say that, if we can say, yes, we agree that's his heart and his will, then what is happening in the local church? Why isn't the South Coast known as a place where God dwells? Why isn't the church so on fire for God that we're bursting at the seams? Why isn't that happening across all the churches in our region? Well, if we agree it's God's heart for that, then we also must agree that it's not God's issue, it might be our issue. We aren't trying to twist God's arm in prayer. I don't believe that. I believe God wants to pour out his spirit as in the day of Pentecost. I believe that Jesus made a way. I think prayer changes our hearts. I think prayer sets our hearts on fire. I think prayer gets us ready to receive what God has. Therefore, prayer is essential. But we must understand that if we're not seeing the fullness of the Lord, is it, A, that God is holding back his presence, or is it, B, that the people of God aren't hungry enough for his presence? And I'll put to you this morning that I think it's B. I think we are so filled up with noise, with Instagram, with Facebook, with the news, with interest rates, with our concerns, with our, our desires, our dreams, all these things in life consume us so much that we start to lose our hunger for the personhood of Jesus. Therefore, it's up to us to get our hearts ready to glorify him and surrender and to receive the all-consuming fire. Who here wants to be consumed by the fire of God? Okay, we have to understand something. In the Old Testament... We, we have moments where we give our offering and we give our... It's a holy moment. It's actually, don't get familiar with giving. It's a powerful moment. We have moments in our lives every day where we say we surrender as living sacrifices according to Scripture. But in the Old Testament, to do that, you had to be a high priest and you actually had to go through the high priest in order to go to the Holy of Holies, in order to go to the place where his fire would consume the sacrifice... And every day people didn't have that access. 
They would still come and present their offerings, but there was a certain uh, group that the Lord anointed to enter into the Holy of Holies or the holy place. Through Jesus, the, 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 the veil was torn, the curtain was torn into that place so we have full access. And then the Bible gives us this amazing out there scripture which says to enter into the most holy place with boldness. Listen, church, who do you know who's on fire for God? When you think about them, you think, man, they are on fire for God. How many people do we know who are like, man, they just, whatever, not on fire for God? So today, the question is this. Are we people on fire for God? Are we people that allow every ceiling over our life to be broken that we may enter into the highest levels with him? Are we people willing to get out of the country, Australian mindset of comfort, and she'll be right, mate, to a place of we are hungry for you, God. We are hungry for scripture. We are hungry for worship. A church that sings so passionately. You know that the Old Testament, you know, the Israelites would worship so passionately it said the ground would shake. (laughs) Imagine a church like that. Where we worship so passionately we have to put little cute earmuffs on the kids' ears to protect their ears from the noise. You imagine a people who are so consumed and you think about fire with me. Fire is something that once it's lit and it's burning and it's, it's, a, it's a furnace, it's all-consuming. You chuck something into a furnace and it incinerates. There's a reason why they put dead bodies into the incinerator at the morgue or at the cemetery home, whatever it's called. There's a reason When the fire of God burns in our hearts, it burns up all the dross and all the rubbish and all the things that don't matter. It burns up the ceilings and the the offences and the unforgiveness and the doubt and the fear. It, It doesn't matter if it's scared. What matters is that his fire causes us to be bold because I'm telling you, fire is bold. And as Aussies, we know that, hey, bushfires aren't meek. They're bold. Have you noticed that? And the thing is about the fire of God, and I love that in Acts chapter 2 it says that the fire of God, the Holy Spirit, came down in the form of fire. And the people saw it. The fire rested upon the room and they were filled with so much boldness and it turned these up guys in the upper room. I love this. Just think about this with me. They were up there praying for their lives. People were being killed for the gospel. In other words, they were probably praying in fear. And it says that the fire of God came in the upper room and they went out and they preached and 3,000 were saved. They preached with so much boldness. That is the fire of God. And so when I get up here as the senior pastor of this church, this isn't a game for me. Every empty seat in our church is a missed opportunity. This church should be way too small. I drove in this morning and thought, looked at the building, I thought, that's a cute little building. Literally, I thought that's a cute little building. Has nice, you know, autumny type leaves out here, winter. And I thought this should be a, this should be a, this shouldn't, shouldn't be an auditorium. I, I love this scripture, Acts three nineteen. Repent, turn to God, 
that your sins may be wiped out and times of refreshing from the Lord may come. And I prophesy it and I hunger for it. May times of revival, refreshing come. May they come. May our own personal walks with the Lord be beyond reading one little scripture a day, having a cup of tea and thinking we're doing our bit. May we hunger and thirst. May we be um, desperate for an outpouring of the Spirit. Our society is broken. You know this. I know this. You read the paper every day. You watch the news every night. We are broken. The world isn't giving us a better option. It is time for the church of God to rise. Hey, if you can't say amen to that, what the heck's going on? Come on. Come on. I said heck, by the way. H-E-C-K. Don't get upset. Listen, I'm, I'm preaching to myself today because I want more of God's fire. I want more of his spirit. I do not want to play nice community Sundays with a bunch of nice people. That's just a blessing of us getting together, but it's not the goal. I want us to be a church. We're doing this activation series coming up. It's not so that we all feel nice about our gifting, although you will feel nice about your gifting. It's so that the fire of God, the the rivers of God can flow through you with so much power that when you speak, things change. When you minister, people are changed. Heaven invades earth. It's not just a game. It's not just an idea. It's not just a nice thought. It is a reality of us as the people of God. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Because otherwise, I'll be waiting for my son's generation and he'll be or someone else will be up here preaching the same message that I'm preaching, which is the same message my dad preached and his granddad probably preached in their church and beyond that, all the way back to Pentecost. There have been people who have had the boldness to speak out truth, but have there been the people who have the hunger to receive the fire of God? And we're going to just... We're going to just go for it this morning. Yeah? Think about fire with me just before we move on to this. In our house, we have a fire, a little old school um, fire. It's nice. We're trying to get wood for the fire. Wood prices are through the roof. I literally drove around on Friday with the ute trying to find debris on the side of the road for our fire. And then I got over it and thought, there must be a better way. That's the level of firewood we need. The thing is about a fire is you need firewood. The thing is about a fire is that you need kindling. And the thing is you can't put green onto a fire as kindling, otherwise it won't light. What happens is you put, you know, even on an existing fire, you put greenery on there, and what happens? It smokes up. We had a working bee here years ago, and we had a fire down the back because we're burning off things. And I put myself in charge of the fire pit area, which was too close to the bush behind us. And the smoke from the fire, because there was so much greenery and cutoffs and everything, was so thick that it was apparently going across the highway over where Bunnings is, 
and becoming a hazard for traffic <laughs> to the point where we heard these sirens and I thought, oh, this sirens, like something's going on. And they came down our street and they turned in, I was like, oh, where's it going? It turned into our driveway. <laughs> this fire, I think there was two fire trucks came in, you know, for, you know, lights, everything, the kids loved it. The people at the working bee loved it because they got to see their pastor getting told off by the fireys. <laughs> and I'm there with a little hose trying to put out this fire. There was a lot of smoke. And luckily I gave the puppy dog eyes. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And they let us off. Instead of finding us, which is great. I, I think what happens is this. I think we have moments of fire the Holy Spirit fire in our hearts. But then we let all this greenery happen in our life. And it's just noise. And it's worries. And it's all the ceilings that come in, like we've been talking about. Unforgiveness, doubt, fear, you know, addictions, hidden things we've got in our life, all these things. And, and instead of fire consuming us, we just get really smoky. And I feel like churches all over the place are really smoky. I feel like there's a real heart that people want to see the fire of God consume but we haven't learned to actually lay down our lives and last week's message if you weren't here listen to the podcast because we spoke about breaking the ceiling of control through surrender we talked about having hearts of surrender and if we can be a people who are surrendered in our hearts and say this Lord, I surrender it all to you and I say yes to what you have. I say yes to what you're saying. I say yes. That is enough from a genuine heart for God to consume us if we surrender as living sacrifices. In the Old Testament, the fire of God would consume the sacrifice. And today, God wants to consume us as living sacrifices. But to lay down our hearts is scary for some. Did anyone else this week pray the prayer of surrender after last Sunday? I've been praying it all week. Everything I get worried about, I say, Lord, I surrender it. I surrender it. I sur- it's yours. It's yours. It's yours. This church, I would say, Lord, it's yours. I surrender it. This is yours. On the way in this morning, God, this is yours. I surrender. This is your service, your meeting. Don't let me get in the way. Have your way. Touch the hearts of our, of our city and let us be people who understand the greatness of our God. <laughs> So as we conclude, if we all can all agree, according to Scripture and the leading of the Spirit, that it's his desire and his heart to pour out his Spirit upon our city and our church, if we can agree that times of refreshing may come, if we repent, yeah? If we turn from our sin, this is actually a really big one. Like repentance is so big. Yeah. Repentance is turning away and turning to him. Yeah. And when we do this, the Holy Spirit says, ah, oh, yes, a, a people who are completely surrendered. That is a people I can consume. That is a people I can set on fire. That as a people who I can set on fire, and fire is contagious. (laughs) He's not looking for half green, half dead. 
I surrender with this hand and I hold on to this over here. He's looking for complete surrender. Listen, what fears do you have today? Surrender. What, 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 what stress do you have right now in your life? Here's the key, surrender. What hurt are you currently feeling? Surrender. What doubt are you currently? Surrender. What hopes and dreams and ambitions? Surrender. That the Lord might raise you up. So this morning, I'm just, I encourage you to join with me. I'm just going to go into a time of, I surrender, set me on fire. I surrender, set me on fire for your kingdom. I want to be consumed by you, not by the world. I want to be consumed by you. Holy Spirit, I completely give myself every part. And even if I don't feel it today, I don't care. This is my lifelong prayer. Set me on fire. Set me on fire. Set I don't understand completely what that means. It's okay. Set me on fire, Lord. Consume me. Set me free. And use this beautiful group of people called Celebration Church as people who are set on fire with revival fire for this city, for this nation, because I'm telling you, this is what God desires. In Jesus' name. Last question. Who here... You just go, God, I want to be on fire for you. Like, just with all, like, just, if that, okay, let's, let's do it. Let's go into it. Let's worship the Lord. Let's just allow the Lord just to move. And um, we're going to take some time. We're going to be praying for you. Don't wait for prayer, though. This is a time of just surrendering. Last week, what did I encourage us with? When we're in worship, you lift your hands in surrender. The Bible says, lift holy hands to Him. Lift holy hands. You can kneel down or you can. But we surrender to you with our spirit, with our mind, with our body. We give it all to you. Can I get the band back up? That's okay. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Why don't we stand to our feet? Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We welcome you, Lord. Turn to your neighbour and say, I'm ready to be consumed. (laughs) I'm ready to be consumed by his fire. Living sacrifices on fire for God. I can take it though, thanks. Sorry, thank you. Thank you, Lord. I'll be worship you, Jesus. Remember, we just lift our hands to, in this place. We just worship you, Jesus. Oh, Lord, we choose to have courage this morning and ask for your fire. Lord, I pray that times of refreshing would come today. I pray for every heart here. I pray for those who need a fresh touch of heaven. Oh, I pray it for me. I pray it for my wife. I pray it for my son. Refresh us. Refresh every person here, every person listening on podcasts or online. Refresh them, Lord. Refresh them, Lord, with your fire, with your spirit. Thank you, Jesus. We worship you, Lord. We worship you, Jesus. We thank you, Lord. If you can speak in tongues, why don't you start to speak in tongues?
Oh, we honor you, Lord. We love you. We worship you, Lord. We thank you for your presence and we thank you. Let's start to worship in our own words. You are worthy, Jesus. You are worthy, Jesus. You are beautiful. You are honored. Oh, we thank you, Holy Spirit. Lord, the times of refreshing come, not just for Celebration Church, but for our nation, for the South Coast, for New South Wales, Lord. The times of refreshing come, Holy Spirit. Let's just invite him to come and to consume us today. We thank you, Lord. We honour you in this place. We hope you were encouraged by today's message. If you would like to know more about our church, please go to celebrationchurch.com.au.